would it have made a difference if Mr. Six Three had like six kids? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would. Um, it definitely it would. I mean, it depends how those six kids were spread out. Okay. Like if there was six kids and five kids' moms, yeah. that would be a real trauma That's for me. A lot. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by the lady of self-love herself, Charmaine Lawrence. Hello, guys. How are you doing? I hope you're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at today's scenario and writing and, yeah, um, I'm just going to read it out. So, yeah. I'm dating a really great woman who is funny, independent, caring and ambitious, amongst other things. She has two children, 12 and 8. I was a little apprehensive at first, but her, but her relationship with her with her ex is good. There are boundaries in place, and their children are respectful and well behaved. However, my friends are constantly warning me that date that dating a single mum is a no go zone, too much baggage, and unresolved baby daddy drama. What do you think? <sighs> um, I think it takes a very special man to date. A woman who has children. Do you now? Yes, I do. I think I think there's a there is a lot tied into what you what's expected from a guy. I think women that are single with children, mm-hmm. they just don't have time for nonsense. Like they don't have time for nonsense. And if it's, um, they're looking for some someone that's a life partner, they're looking for someone who is willing and able to step into the role of stepfather and partner and those children treated as their own and to be responsible financially in the same way that they would be with any children that they have together. I don't think that many men are emotionally mature and ready to take on that thing, especially when the the actual birth father is still present every other weekend or whenever. I think it takes a really confident and special person to be able to step in that role and be comfortable with it as a life partner. I think it's an easy thing to do if you're just having fun. If you're just having fun, like, you know she's going to be available this weekend. You know she's going to be, she's not going to be available off your phone. She ain't got time for that. She's going to work. She's got her kids to look after. She's got her friends, her family. So you slot in wherever you slot in if that's the type of relationship you want. But as a life partner, it takes a real confident man to be able to be like, yeah, I've got this. I disagree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's necessarily got directly to do with the confidence of the guy I think it's the emotional maturity to deal with the extra stuff that comes with it you know you mentioned the the father of the child still being in in the picture that's a thing for a guy to get your head around because normally mm-hmm. you wouldn't tolerate another guy being in in a proximity where they are close to your your missus but in this respect, you have to, you know, they're going to have to have conversations. They're going to have to spend time together. If the school calls and says X, Y, and Z, the two of them are going to have to be mm. there because they're the parents. And I think the other bit as well for a dad stepping into a situation where the kids aren't yours, 
you're you've always got to remember that the kids aren't yours you know and that you know that that you've got to work on the bond between them and you've also got to make sure that you don't step on the toes of the dad so there's all sorts of things that kick into play with that in terms of you being the man of the house and I do use that in inverted commas because those titles really are whatever they are now but for you being the man in that relationship and in that space your wings are slightly clipped when it comes to being able to operate and maneuver how you would do say for argument's sake if the kids were yours because you've got to be mindful of this entity that doesn't live in this house um, and also mindful of your other half to make sure that you're not making her feel awkward because of anything that the kids may go back and say to dad about how you were with them and x y and z so i'm not necessarily i'm not necessarily saying it's it's i think most men can are confident enough to step into that situation but there is so this so, you have to be emotion emotionally mature enough to deal with the consequences and the implications that come with that situation to be able to manage it effectively now and also the communication between you and your other half has got to go up tenfold because you've got to talk about emotions that aren't actually attached to you because they're attached to the kids and the and the ex that's outside of, outside of well not even outside the circle sort of half in and half out of that circle everybody's emotions have got to be taken into consideration for everything you know where you go on holiday you know the, what, what, what schools the kids go to whether or not you move from one place to the next all of that now has to be filtered through the different layers of people for authorization stroke agreement to you know so yeah I don't think, I don't it's, know. I think it's just confidence I don't know I don't know I think maybe it's not confidence I don't know but I think it does take confidence And but I also think all of those I think all of those things that you mentioned things like oh you know it's not my kids blah 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 I'm me personally, when you step into my home as my life partner, and I get the bond that has to be built, and I get that, but there is a conversation that happens with your children. I don't believe you have to ask permission for the the birth parent to whether or not this person's moving in. I, that's none of their business. And I also feel like this idea of they don't have a say is nonsense my partner living in my house we have rules and the children are going to abide by those rules you're going to discipline the children in the same way that i i, I would discipline the children mm -hmm. and i would expect that the father respects the fact that this is the person that's in our house and runs our house it's as yeah. simple as that so for me i don't feel like I don't also don't think that the father is a part of that family, the family unit like that. You have your family, you ha I have my family. That's how I see it. The children happen to have two families. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that my ex-husband is a part of my family unit. No, but you're um, it's all, this is what I mean about managing all the different spinning yeah. plates and variables because you've got to be able to have that conversation with everybody. No, yeah, but I think that's the conversation you have at the beginning of the relationship when somebody moves, but but then but we're talking about the situation should be that way. It should be, and it should it should be a situation whereby the two the two partner two the two partners in this house, and by that I mean her and other half, have a conversation about how you manage the children, how we're going to manage the house, X, Y, and Z. I think there also needs to be a conversation had between her and the ex partner. They go yeah. through a call. This is what the situation is now, so therefore the rules are now X. I think there should be a conversation between the ex the ex partner and the present partner that says, you know what, don't worry, I've got your kids. This is the 
and we're going to keep it respectful on what Y and Z. That's how it should happen. Mm. But the amount of people that I speak to where those conversations haven't happened, and it's no wonder why they end up ablaze in arguments and fury because you end up stepping on people's toes because they've got this misunderstood or misappre- this this expected level of access or respect or mm. you know it, it just it doesn't work like the levels of conversations that you have to have and the levels of detail that you have to go in on those conversations about those subjects and more is tenfold you know if you want to have it smooth running you know i remember when when my my ex my ex-wife she got with um she got with, I don't, know, I don't know if they're still together or not now, but she got together with her partner at the time. The first thing I said when I saw him was I was like, look, at the end of the day, my kids are, they're living in this house and you're part of that house. Feel free to discipline them as, as, you, see, as you see reasonable. Mm. You know, to let him, and I did that deliberately to let him know that I'm not that type of dad that's going to come kicking off because you've disciplined my son and taken his PlayStation away yeah. and he didn't like it. You know, like it'd be a different thing if you were, you know, trying to wail in on him and punch him up for what have you. Then we'd have, we'd have a different conversation. Mm. But I think when it comes to people and relationships ending, not ending, or changing from we're together to now we're co-parenting. I think every time there's a change in that space, every adult needs to sit down and go, okay, these are the rules now. Yeah. These are the rules now. This is how we're going to play it. And and, and set it out and set, set it out so it's it's plain it's simple and everyone can read it and everyone knows what they're doing yeah agreed um i just i feel like i feel like when it comes to this kind of topic i think households decide what happens in each household 100%. and so for me this idea of me and my ex-husband co-parenting we're not co-parenting like we're not co-parenting. Co-parenting means we're doing something together. We don't co- we don't parent together. We used to parent together. There's no joint parenting here. I parent in my house, and he parents in his house. Yeah. He has rules in his house that I don't have in my house, and I have rules in my house that he doesn't have in his house. And I know a lot of people goes, no, it has to be continue. No, it doesn't have to be the same. Children are resilient, and children need to learn that in different environments, there's different rules. And so in this house, you can do that, but in that house, you can't. And that's what they have to learn because in the real world, there's going to be places where they can do things and other places they can't. So for me, what dad sets in his house is his rules and what I set in my house is my rules. I trust that he's going to do what's best for them and I and he trusts that I'm going to do what's best for them. So I'm not going to bring anyone into the situation that I don't think is ready to be a part of his children's lives. I will have a conversation with him about the fact that this is what's happening. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. (laughs) This is what's happening. (laughs) It's true. But this is what's happening. This is the conversation I've had with my new partner. I've discussed it with the children. The children are happy. I am happy. This is what's going to happen. That's it. I've got no disagreement. And so I don't, I don't, and so when my new partner comes into this situation, we have a similar conversation of, you know, at this point, the beginning of our relationship or the beginning of you being a part of our lives is about you building a bond with the children and seeing how that works and all of that. Like, I remember someone sent me a voice note talking about what if um, the children turn around and say, oh, you're not my dad and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but then I would, my children would not say that. No. They would not say that. And if they did, I would check them or I would expect the, my, my partner to check them and say, listen, 
No, I'm not your dad. However, I live in this house and I've set these rules with your mother. And your mother has said this and I stand by her. So watch how you're speaking to me. Go yes. to your room. Of course. But I know lots of women are uncomfortable with their new partners doing that. I'm not. Like, there was a point of, like, Mr. Six Free used to be like, oh, she said this, or she's done this, or she's not listening. And he would come to me and I'm like, no. Yeah, but you see, what he's done there is the order in which things have happened in your house there is what I would consider the right thing to do. It's if you're in, if in doubt, ask and find out. Yeah. That was a confidence issue on his part to, to know that he's not going to blow things up with you yeah. by disciplining but your But it was children. also about what you said before. It was also about them saying to their dad, oh, he said this or he said that. Of course. And I said, I don't care. Yeah. But he needed that reassurance from yeah. you. And this is, this mm. is as I said, when, I, when I've... Speak, speak, I've had people come to me and they talk about these sorts of situations and blended families and how, how yeah. to handle the transition and the mix. You know, this is the sort of thing that comes out when conversations that are necessary and required aren't take, aren't, don't take place in the, order, in the order that they're supposed to. Yeah. You know, the kids, your kids, kids are very, very smart. You know, and if you leave them space, they'll manipulate a situation if, it, if they don't like the immediate response. But then you've got to remember, children are also children. They're not going to understand everything at the time and sometimes they need space in order to understand so you give them that breathing space but your partners are stepping in on into new territory like it's not like a situation where they're stepping in and there is no partner there because then you know that you know how to behave yeah. you walk in you this and the other and you're establishing yourself consider it like a lion moving into another better part of the bridelands they get it but in this instance here they're walking into a situation where the previous male is still there sort of you know and he still has there's still ways that he can cause complications cause problems in your relationship and they've got to be reassured that you've got you've taken care of those bits mm. beforehand and are still dealing with that now they need reassurance through from you the mum as they step into the situation that okay it's all right for me to go to this level in terms of disciplining the kids and it's okay for me to do that without coming to you first yeah they need that offer that 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 that, that, that affirmation they also need the comfort to know that okay right well cool if i do this and they go back and they tell their dad and the dad comes back and starts running up his mouth then you're going to go well actually i stand by x y and z they need to have that yeah you no know? the problem occurs in, in a lot of cases where that doesn't happen mm. and then it causes ripples when let's say for argument's sake you put a scenario and this is a real life one that was that's wasn't mine personally, but a friend of mine. You know, he's coming to the situation. She's got two kids. He's disciplined the two kids as per was agreed with the mum. The two kids had gone back to the dad to go and told him the X, Y, and Z happened. The dad felt he was okay within himself, not okay, but okay within himself to come marching back up to the house the next weekend and start running up his mouth and almost, almost, and getting up in the guy's face. Now that situation there mm. could have been managed quite easily had the right conversations been had amongst the right adults. You know, as you're saying, when you're going to your partner going to them, look, this guy's in here now, I X, Y, and Z, I trust him and this is what we've this is what we're doing, blah blah blah. So fine. You know, but that didn't happen, which led to that yeah. conflict and confrontation. Now even though that conflict and confrontation didn't turn into a physical thing, it's now put a situation in the new guy's head because now he genuinely can't stand that guy. Yeah. So now we've got animosity rising from this side to that side that doesn't necessarily need to be there and isn't about the kids. This is about disrespect. Yeah. So 
and I suppose disrespect for respect is the bit that's that's here and present in this line is you've got to if you manage the conversations to begin with accurately then the respect is maintained mm-hmm. and then it needs to be sustained as you as, as you go forward yeah I think with the scenario the whole um, the thing where his friends are saying this and blah 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 and I think when people are going to advise you from their trauma majority of the time so when they've had a bad experience or they've seen bad experience or watched bad experience or been involved in bad experiences they're always going to give you advice from those negative spaces they're always going to you know they haven't had a good experience they're not going to tell you a good experience at this present moment you are having a good experience and you're happy with this situation this partner is someone that you're interested in you know as time goes on you're not it doesn't say anything about him moving in or anything like that Mm -hmm. so at this point you're just learning about you know developing bonds with both your new partner and her children and then you'll see where those go that that will then be a conversation between her and the children's father about the fact that you are now the person she's seeing you're the person in the children's lives and so forth it's going to be fine i don't think it's going to be an issue if as you said the right conversations are happening the problem is that we find generally as we talk about relationships is people are not having the right conversations it's very very simple to me i, I just don't understand and also i just don't understand this whole um ex-partner just always being involved in the lives of like like i just don't i don't get it like you know oh you know guess what the, guess what the kids did today guess what the kids did today if you just don't do that you don't need to do that what they do at dad's house they do at dad's house they'll come back and say i had such a great time at dad's house and vice versa i had such a great time at mom's we did this blah 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 you know it's it's you don't have to be checking in constantly allow the children to grow in their spaces so what i found really interesting as well my daughter the eldest one Mm-hmm. said to me that she feels that she is at an advantage having two families and I never saw it that way you know like I always felt like she's gone from being a two-parent family to being in a single parent family to being now in a blended family like both both two parents in our house and two parents in our other house yeah. and she feels like she's made it like for her it's like it's that is to her better than when she had two parents in one house I can completely see that because she's got the complete package on both ends. On both ends. And you've got sensible adults involved in it that have got their manage- their, their emotions in check and no one's still sort of lusting on wanting after the other people. It's a clean break. Yeah. It's a clean break and then sustained houses in the end and everyone's respectful of each other. So I can completely see where she's coming from from that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think, I mean, I'm biased, but I think blended families are good. And I, I, my experience of it is good. But I do think it's because I've had the conversations. And not, they've not always been easy. Um, but I just think with this situation, is very, very, is, to me, is very, like, that's a very positive situation. I can't see anything negative apart from the voices of other people. Well, I think you've always, as you said earlier on, you've got to be very mindful of people that advise you, you know, through their feelings and via their, via their broken hearts. Um, don't trust anyone that attempts to give you advice that starts off and leads with what they did rather than being more interested in what's going on for you because if someone's listening to your situation right there and hearing all the positivity in there no one really logically that was actually listening to you is going to come back with a you should stay away from baby moms and come up with a general comment because this clearly isn't the general general context as as we've said earlier on there is nothing wrong with 
there's nothing wrong with stepping into a situation or a relationship where there are kids prior, as long as the adults are adult enough to have the adult conversations to all of the parties that are required to let everyone know where they stand. No, the times that you have issues is where someone's still got an attachment or wants to have an attachment or someone's still got feelings and they haven't quite got over them or someone's still hurt, you know. Like, when there's those sorts of things there, then, again, it's different levels of conversations. You've mm. got to be willing to do the true art of compromise. Yeah. Not an IOU. And that's, that means having a conversation until you get to a mutual, a mutual agreed point. You know? and, and you've got to be respectful of everybody's feelings everybody's feelings you know the lady that's the lady that's 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 got the kids you've got to be respectful of your new partner's feelings and as much as you don't might not want to hear it slightly respectful respectful of your ex-partner's feelings as well i'm not saying you have to bend to his by any means i'm not saying he needs to be taken as a point of consideration in the deliberation of what you're doing in your present relationship or your house but you do have to give him the respect of informing him that this is how it is this is what it is and this is what's changed it's not again not i can't reiterate this enough it's not to say that he has a say in what's going on but he does have a right to understand what's going on and that way you can at least then you've done your best to mitigate any flames sparks or what have you that might kick off later on because everybody understands and everybody's on the same page yeah agreed i have mm. a question for you what's would that? it have made a difference if karen had kids already no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have made the difference in terms of me stepping into a relationship with her. It would have made a difference on whether or not we had kids ourselves. Mm. Right? Because when I when I was when I was splitting or knowing you sort of get in your head that splits coming, that you made up your mind, right, it's gonna happen. When I hit that point with my ex wife, I was just like if I got together with someone that didn't have kids, I had no right to tell them that they couldn't have them. Mm. That was just my thing. So when we, when Karen and I got together, I asked, we had the conversation about kids and she initially said she didn't want any. Yeah. At which point I just said, fine. Fine, I've got my three, I'm done. But when she changed her mind yeah. afterwards, I was just like, fine. So then we had Matthias and then when I looked at Matthias with his, his, his siblings and then I looked at him when he was by himself, I was like, nah, man needs a playmate so that's how Xavier came about yeah yeah but no but I think everyone's got to you've got to when it comes to the whole subject of children and we all share relationships like I'm a great believer and you need to make these big decisions under consultation of others but independently yourself and go right well is this what I want to get into is this where I want to be and then once that decision is made then that's it yeah that's it yeah would it have made a difference if Mr. Six Three had like six kids? Oh God, yeah, <laughs> I think it would. Um, it definitely it would. I mean, it depends how those six kids were spread out. Okay. Like, if there was six kids and five kids' moms, yeah, that would be a real trauma That's for me. A lot. <laughs> I don't think I could do with more than two ex-partners, two okay. kids' mums. Okay. It's a lot. Yeah. Actually, yeah. No, it's I, a lot. I've it's fulfilled a... that quote. I've only got two. Outside of you got two, right? Two outside of Outside, yeah. Right. So to, uh, for me, like, I just think it's, it's, it's a lot to navigate um, because it's, not, it's also not easy from a mum's perspective for a new woman to enter the scene. 
Because with new, with the men that enter the scene, it's like they're the ones that spoil the kids and they do the fun stuff and blah, 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 oh, really? blah. Yeah. But we'll mums are the maternal. So for a mother, another mother coming in, it's like she's going to take the mum role. It's like. I think that, I think. I see where you're coming from and I, I'm not discounting or discrediting it in the slightest, but I am going to add to it because I think it's both because for like. I've got, I've, I've seen all of my friends, right? They're, they're different calibers of dads. So they're in different ways. So they're all good dads and all good good guys. But basically where your spirit takes you mm. is it would be the bit. So I've got friends of mine that are really good at football. So they're out there with their kids kicking ball. This yeah. and, the other. and sometimes I look at them and I'm like, oh, maybe I should be doing that. But <laughs> the thought of running around on the, on the pitch in the cold and the rain, that really doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. You know, I've got some, some dads that, that are, they're the costume type of guys. So they're the dads that will dress up as Santa and dress up as Superman and this yeah. and that and run around the house with their kids. And I look at them like, sometimes I look at mine, I'm like, you're not missing out. <laughs> I, 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 and it, and it, does, it does play on you because sometimes you think, right, well, I want to put my best foot forward as a dad. And am I doing that by not doing this? Yeah. You know, but then you're like, and it's also like, funny enough, we're at, we're at the, Karen likes to eat outside. I hate eating in picnics. Can't stand it. Sitting on the grass. Wasps, flies. I'm not an outdoor eat, eating type of person. Yeah. I do it begrudgingly and, and unfortunately sometimes that's written all over my face. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. I, I hate bugs. I, re- I despise insects. Really, really despise them. I'm that guy that would walk around with bug spray if I could and kill everything inside. You know, but... I know some guys that some guys are the outdoors type, and they're taking the kids camping and yeah. this and the other, and taking them on canals where all I see is mosquitoes. So like, it's you know, it's, I think it's it's with everything and everyone. Mm. You've got your own demons to play. You know, you've got your own demons to play, and you've just got to put your best foot forward as best you can yeah. in all situations. You know, your kids. They're going to lean on you to an extent and then they're going to go off and start developing their own yeah, exactly. personalities and doing their own stuff and, and what have you. you know? But as long as essentially and fundamentally when they need you, they can look around and go, and dad is not or mum is not far behind. Again, managing this situation with other dads and what have you, you've got to keep the lines of communication open so that people don't step on people's toes. At least not deliberately anyway. I mean, yeah, okay. Well... No, I was going to say that. Like, I mean, what's stepping on people's toes? Mm? What does that mean? What's that consist of? I mean, stepping on people's emotions. Let's say, let's say, for I'm going to say, let's say, let's say, like what I'm saying here. Like, so for me, like the dressing up as a, I don't know, Superman or what have you. Or so if you're, is, your ex's partner no, is dressing I'm, up as Superman, no, I've got to keep. What I'm saying is, I need to keep my feelings in check. Yeah, about right. That. And okay, I need, okay. and this is not just something I'm projecting out. It's something I'm projecting inwards as well. For yeah, me, yeah. as a me as the the reasonable adult on me as the uh, the dad in that chain, wherever it is it may be. Yeah. I've got to really pay attention to myself. So the information that's coming over is just as much to keep me informed, but also to keep for me to keep me informed as to how I need to behave and contain myself and n- make sure that I'm not spiralling. Yeah. You know? It's when no, you don't know, that. people can just, you start acting out because your emotions start taking over your logical thought processes. Yeah. You know, so the, the, the more open the book is, the easier it is for people to manage other people and themselves. Yeah, no, I get that. I think in the beginning, um, like I always, I always was happy with the choice that my ex had 
for the new partner. Mm-hmm. I was like for it. I was like, yeah, I like that one. This one I like. <laughs> the ones before, no. no this one, one this yes. is the one. You stay with her for as long as possible. You're not allowed to break up with her till the youngest one is 18. Uh-huh. This is it. This is it. This is the right one. But I also was aware of the fact that I'm the disciplinarian mum. I'm the one that does the school run. I'm the one that's having to do this. Whereas that's the fun mum. Yeah. So that's the mum that's like, come on, I'll take you here and I'll do this with you and I'll do that with yeah. you. And it's like, oh my God, we had such a great time. And it's like, oh, she wasn't at dad's this weekend. It was so boring without her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. But then my mindset just shifted. That was like, that took me a good couple of months to my mindset shifting that, like, actually, my girls are happy when they're, when they're, she's around. Like, yeah. that's a positive, like, and you know i'm good with that and i remember there was a time and i just went up to her and i said to her you know what when i send my daughter to your house and her hair's untidy please just do it because she's yours when she's not with me and she's like oh cool okay can because... you imagine how that made her feel <laughs> i don't know I mean, no no just no but but i know some women but... have a real issue with other of the other woman doing their hair or doing yeah, i don't that, I, was like... I think that's to do with what we were talking about before about them taking over the mother role. Yeah. Yeah. But I think when someone's got a fear on one side, there's always a reflective fear on the other. Yeah. So if you're fearing oh, you know, her taking your space as a mum, she's fearing you feeling that you're taking you're taking your space over yeah. as a mum. So to give her permission like that to go, oh if you see her hair, blah blah blah, just just take care of it, please. See how much relief that probably gave her and mm. how much confidence that also filled her with to be able to love your children more yeah you know? and i think that's what we forget sometimes as parents because we get caught up so much in our fears over this other person being better than us yeah that we forget that they're worried about showing you up or where they how to sit down or how to where to stand in inside of this situation because you're the established mum. Yeah. You're the and and when i've spoken to dads that are stepping into a situation they're like well that's the he's the real dad Mm. Yeah? and I think you've got to understand that they've, they've, they've got equal fears and by going up to them and saying like I did with my, with, with my ex's boyfriend and going to her, look feel free to discipline him and her like, as you see fit because yeah. of that. that's giving them the confidence and reassurance to go okay number one he or she is cool with me yeah. number two I must be doing something right with the kids because otherwise they wouldn't be coming and saying that and number three okay I can do this Yeah. and probably put, sustain that relationship and giving it an extra leg to stand on because it takes away a, a, a fear yeah no it's, it's important because for me I, I kind of was like wait but that's my job is to do those things my job is to be the mum that does the all that stuff and the same with their dad it's his job to do that so what Mr. Six Free does with them is all the fun, silly stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's fine because that's the role of a step-parent. Like, I grew up in a, a home with a stepfather. Mm-hmm. So I did go to my dad somewhere, but my dad was a disciplinarian. And he was like, you know, right, we're going to do this. Have you done your work? And da, 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 da. That wasn't my stepdad's role. My stepdad was like, do you want to go Hamleys, darling? Come on, baby. <laughs> come on, baby. Let's go Hamleys. Let's go yeah. do this together. Oh, come on, get my shoulders. Like, you know, it's all those kind of stuff. But that's, that's the role a step parent's role is different to the birth parent's role and I think that's cool like and I, it took me it took me a good I, I'd say probably about four months mm. to be like okay how do I navigate my emotions around this and, I, and so for me I think it's it, yeah it must be the same for men I guess so yeah I think yeah. I think it's the same across the board as we said and it's just keeping the lines of communication open 
cutting off some of the communication lines that you've got with people that want to say negative nonsense about things that they don't really understand or really have a say in. Um, yeah. And just maintaining the focus on your relationship. And yes, it's got extra bits and people involved in it, but at the end of the day, it's yours. Yeah, you know? agreed. And you've got to fight for it and you've got to provide for it and you've got to go there for it. So anyway that brings us to the end of this episode because we're out of time or slightly over time but never mind doesn't matter <laughs> um thank you so much for watching um thank you so much for for subscribing if you have if you haven't the button is somewhere i don't know yes side. Right? Is it that, side? Oh, that side i don't know whichever this side, this side this side i'm gonna say it's this side <laughs> I'm, I'm right. when we watch anyway. this back it's gonna be really interesting exactly. <laughs> Um, and then also don't forget to hit the little bell because it gives you the notifications as to when the new ones go live and uh, yes get in there get in there don't forget couple score after school Tuesday, Tuesday. at 8.30 we'll be dissecting this and taking your views opinions and points that you want to disagree with Charmaine on live on Instagram <laughs> so please don't miss that one in the meantime when the forwards you take care you stay strong stay focused and we'll see you later see you later guys